Today on the Scott Radley Show on 900 CHML. Time for Ben's story of the day. Ben is back at the office wearing what I think is a space dog shirt today. Is that what it is? Or a cat? No, it's a space cat shirt. You know, you would have to in, just absorb a massive amount of LSD to understand that shirt. That, now, that's <laughs> an idea. That's any, an idea. There is no human operating on a normal brainwave that could look at that shirt and say, I understand that. The guy who designed that shirt must have been Johnny Methhead. <laughs> There's no other explanation for where that shirt comes from. This was the test bed of LSD research. Yes, this was at the Timothy Leary world where you have a shirt making place. And uh, all right, uh, Ben's story of the day goes like this. I'm going to give Ben three stories from around the world and Ben will decide. Although with a shirt like that, I don't know how much trust we can put in Ben to decide, but he usually does a good job. So we'll cut him some slack here. He will decide which one is his story of the day. And we are going to start with this one in um, in uh, Brooklyn, New York. There, this is a this is a good news, bad news story. Ben, a four year old boy named Noah got onto the computer, got onto his mom's Amazon account, and ordered three thousand dollars worth of SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. All right, okay, to be delivered to the house. <laughs> now, the bad news is. Probably mom was not expecting $3,000 in popsicles to be put onto her credit card. That would be a shock. That would be a shock. The good news is he's four years old and he can work a computer and order from Amazon and get it to the right house and figure out how to use the credit card. That's pretty impressive. I think it would be even more worrisome if he just ordered it to a random house. Because then you're not even getting the popsicles. At the very least, three grand worth of popsicles? It's a pretty good deal. And you got to see these popsicles. There's a picture of this kid. And these, when I say SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles, these are not your everyday run-of-the-mill, no-name brand popsicle that can taste delicious, but just look like frozen water. These are the width of two standard popsicles that are yellow with red pants and a face and fully decorated. These are these high-end popsicle. They're units. the craft artisanal artisanal popsicles yes absolutely there are there are people who are working in sweatshops making these popsicles except if you were in a sweatshop they'd probably melt what's the opposite of a sweatshop cold place in a you know the cold brew establishment i don't know (laughs) story number two uh this one is unusual uh i'm glad that my wife did not apply this test to me when we were getting married in India, a bride called off her wedding when she learned after discovering that her groom could not recite the multiples of two. He was really bad at math. Good call on her end, because there, there's, there's a, there's a certain basic limit I think that somebody should have. See, you think there should be some sort of intellect test with your future spouse before you can get married when you walk up to the Elvis Chapel in in Vegas. Should you have to do five math questions? What's nine times five? Um, sorry, you're out. What's nine times five? 45. Good. Married. Welcome to the club. Sign here. Da, 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 and go. Do you think there should be a test? Oh, I don't know about necessarily like a formal test, but I know for myself, at the very least, I'd like to have somebody who... I'm, I'm not great at math, but I'm willing to take somebody who has 
some semblance of mathematical knowledge. This story, so there is a there is a twist to this story. Part of the reason she asked him this, it's not just because she hated someone who couldn't do math. She was not the ultimate math nerd. She believed that this meant that he lied about his education and had not come clean about how far he'd gone in school because if he couldn't multiply by two, he certainly didn't do all the education that he had said he did. Yeah, his French literature doctorate is no good. Well, it might be, but his math literature document, doctorate, thank you, uh, <laughs> would not be. Anyway, so yes, that so math killed a wedding in India. That's, um, it's probably happened here too. I just, I don't know. It's a simple uh, fix. Don't lie. Ta-da, problem solved. You know, how many marriages though, how many marriages that have broken up over the years have been the result of someone lying? I would say all of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's So your answer, right. your answer, you have just solved the marital conundrum. Divorce. Don't lie and everyone's going to live happily ever after. Divorce lawyers hate this guy. Follow one sweet trick to saving your marriage. You should start your own side business. Although if we have any divorce lawyers sponsoring the show, they're probably canceling right now. <laughs> and lastly today in Ben's story today, number three... Um, some are, you, you, you used a, uh, a great word just a moment ago, artisanal. There's, we're going to use that word again here. Some people at Chernobyl have created an artisanal spirit using apples grown near the nuclear plant. Ooh, this sounds cool. They've created 1500 bottles of atomic, A-T-O-M-I-K, atomic alcoholic drink is does, what it's called. Does it glow in the dark? Well, it very well might. Um, anyway, <laughs> this is uh, this is the first consumer product since the 1986 nuclear disaster that has been created. It has been seized and will not be allowed to be sold. Aww. Would you have bought some? Yeah, I would have bought some. I totally would have had the opportunity to say, this isn't just a fancy thing with a cool name. It actually is what the name says on top of the, the amazing else. part is that the, it says it was made from apples grown. They had 1500 bottles made from apples grown near the site. Uh, 1500 bottles made from only two apples. They were enormous <laughs> atomic apples. They were the size of a football field. Each one of them, they grew rather profusely. Awesome. Uh, no, not true. Uh, will your story of the day today be young Noah, the four year old who somehow figured his way to order four, 3000, SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles, $3,000 worth of SpongeBob SquarePants popsicles. Will it be the Indian woman who canceled her wedding because her husband was really bad at math? Or will it be the Chernobyl booze that we don't know if it glows in the dark, but it'll do something to you, guaranteed? Chernobyl booze, easy. I love the idea of this and I would love to have a bottle of it. I really wish it did. If it did glow in the dark, that would be the best selling thing ever in the liquor store. Could you imagine? They'd be gone instantly. Instantly. Be a little concerning, but man, that would be so cool. You could always tell who the drunks were who were getting in trouble if they, the guys who had been drinking this stuff. Because <laughs> when they started to talk, their tongues would be glowing <laughs> and their teeth and eyeballs. But you'd at least know who they were. All right, there you go. 
Ben's story of the day. That is not available at the LCBO, by the way, in case you go looking, as far as I know. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Radley Show weeknights from 6 to 8 on 900 CHML.